Welcome to the Grace Life Podcast. My name is Bill Parkey, and I'm the senior pastor of Grace Life Pentecostal Church in Memphis, Tennessee. We are so glad that you are tuned in today to listen. If this message impacts you in any way, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Now listen and enjoy today's podcast. Glad to be back in church today. How about you? Feel the hunger that's here this afternoon, and I know that there's expectation here today. And I overheard someone, I was sitting in my office and overheard someone uh, walking through the hallway, and I can't remember specifically what was said, but basically, are you ready? And it was a declaration that something was about to happen. And they were ready to go in, I think is maybe what they said. They were ready to go in today. And uh, I'll be real honest with you. Pastor was supposed to be speaking this afternoon. And uh, him and Sister Parkey are not feeling well. And uh, so they're not able to be here with us. And uh, so I don't really have a sermon to share with you. That's a dangerous place to be if you're a preacher, right? But I feel like I have a burden to share with you. And uh, we don't even really need to go anywhere. You can just, the young people are used to standing up all the time anyway, so you can just stand up just for a moment. And I believe that the presence of the Lord is going to fill this place. And there's going to be just a launching pad into this next week where just amazing things are going to happen. And so I'm I'm going to share with you my title, and I'm not going to be long. I promise you I'm not going to be very long at all. But my title is simply, Know Him to Make Him Known. And as I was, many of you know, obviously, that we have four pillars, love, learn, live, lead. And um, the second one is learn. And the subcategory of learn is know him, make him known. We say that relatively casually when we um, are talking about that, know him, make him known. But they correspond with one another. And we were coming back from Because of the Times this past week, which was a phenomenal uh, experience to be a part of, uh, encouraging for several ministry team members of our church uh, to participate in that. And uh, we were discussing, you know, how do you, how, how do we make it happen? How do we do this? How do we do that? How do we get to where we want to go? How do we see the promises fulfilled? How do we do this? How do we, how do we, how do we do this? And uh, I'm used to having an answer. Sometimes I have an answer when I don't really have an answer. That's a joke. But I was just thinking, I have no idea really of how to do lots of things. But I feel like what God is speaking to us and it's strategically happening because we're entering into seven days of prayer and fasting 
And every, really, we're having prayer every night, but you can come pray anytime you want. We have cameras, so if you do anything crazy, we'll catch you. But before we worry about anything, before we do anything, before we plan anything, before we try to accomplish anything, we've got to know him. We've got to know him. We've got to strengthen our relationship with him. We have to dig deeper. We have to look further. And if we know him, if we have a relationship with him, everything else will flow from that relationship. Every, every event that God leads us to do, every project that God leads us to do, every person that God wants us to talk to, every decision that we have to make, if we have a relationship, a deep-rooted relationship with Him, if we know Him, then it's a given that we will make Him known. I was thinking reading in 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 and uh, Paul is speaking to some people that were kind of spiritually or they felt like they were spiritually elite if you will and uh, they had kind of this concept that there were just a select few people that had this spiritual insight and understanding and so Paul addresses them in chapter number 2 of 1 Corinthians I'll just read a portion of this And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God and skipping down to verse number 13. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, coming or comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges, judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. He's speaking not of a select few that have spiritual insight, knowledge, understanding. He's talking to these people, saying... You guys think that there are just a select few people that have spiritual insight, understanding, and discernment. But the reality is all of you can possess that spiritual insight and discernment if you're filled with the Holy Ghost. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of, of no man. Basically saying, you think you're spiritual, you think you're high and mighty, no man, nobody can talk to you because of how spiritual you are. That's not how this works. Verse number 16, for who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. And if we have any plans for this year, and I'm not pastor, I'm not trying to cast the vision. He has a word that is uh, for this church for this year. But just very simply, 
if we're going to accomplish the things that God would desire us to accomplish and the purpose that he has for each of our lives, we've got to know him. We've got to have his heart, his mind. We've got to be on his wavelength. We can't operate just out of our flesh and what we think we, we want to do or what we think is a good idea or what we think is a, is a good path to go down, but we've got to know what he wants us to do. So I wonder just quickly, I'll have a few more things to say, but I wonder if you could just lift up your hands and say, God, I just want to, I want you to cleanse my heart, cleanse my mind. God, get any, anything out of me that is not pleasing to you. I want to know you. I want to, I want to pursue you. I don't want to ask you for anything. I don't want to petition you for anything. I don't want you to, to, to answer a prayer, to do something for me, to, to fill in the blank. God, I want to know you. I want to know you. Come on, lift up your voice with me. I want to know you, God. God, we want to pursue you. We want to seek after you, God. Not because you can do anything for us. Not because we have a specific request to petition you with, but simply because we want to have a deeper relationship with you. Because we want to worship you. We want to serve you. We want to grow in you this year. Over the past year, two years, whatever it's been, feels like an eternity that we've had COVID-19. And uh, I remember we had nobody in the room preaching to empty rooms. Um, we had a little table set up in the back and a camera focused on the center. And uh, in the meantime, we've preached faith. We've preached hope. We've preached revival in the middle of problems, all kinds. I mean, you, you go down the line pastor has probably dug deep many times to come up with something to encourage us. We've gone through all sorts of things. We've tackled projects. We've gone, done this, done that, taken on this, taken on that. We've pursued so many things over the past two years. And if we're being honest with ourselves, some of us, it's probably catching up to us a little bit because the pressure has been intense You've been in a different environment. You've been faced with questions, what to do, what not to do, where to go, where not to go, whose side you're on. And it's catching up to some of us, isn't it? It's been a little intense. Hasn't a couple of years been a little intense? I think we can all agree with that. And so I think God is challenging us specifically over the next week, but leading even beyond that, that we must know him. We must know him. I'm not saying we must come to church. That's good. Please come to church. I'm not saying we need to go to church events. I'm sure all the ministry leaders would love for you to participate in all their events. I'm not saying we need to do church things. I was reading in Revelation to the letter to Ephesus, in Revelation chapter number 2, and... In, in that chapter, he is talking to them about these idols that they've created. And uh, I don't think anybody's worshiping false gods here today. Hope not. Brother Royal's not. But we've created some idols. 
We've created some idols. We've, we've created some things that have superseded our relationship with God. Is anybody hearing me today? And all God is asking of us right now is if anything is going to happen, and we know that there are promises and revivals like we have never seen that are about to happen in this place, in this city, in the surrounding cities. Do you believe that? Oh, come on. Do you really believe that? But step one, baby step one for any Dave Ramsey people, is we have got to deepen our roots, deepen our relationship, spend more time than you've ever spent with him before, fast more than you've ever fasted before. Come on, is anybody with me? You've got to read the word more than you ever have before. If we want to make him known, we've got to know him. One final scripture, and then I just would love a prayer meeting to break out in this place. John 15, I am the vine, you are the branches, those that abide in me. If you are not connected to him, you got nothing to offer. I don't care how talented you are. And I, I'm not, th- here, please, I'm, I'm humbly before you today. I, I am the Martha of Marthas, okay? If any, I would imagine at this juncture, most of you know me pretty well. I am somebody that likes to achieve, accomplish, get things done. If things are not happening, it's frustrating. I am the Martha, epitome of a Martha mentality so often. But if we're not careful, we can just almost go on autopilot and do what we know to do and, and come up with things that we know are good ideas, good things to do. And all the while, we're not connected to the vine. We're not connected to him. We're not in a deep enough relationship. Oh, we pray. We, we, we worship in church. We do spiritual things, yet we lack spirituality. We're not connected to the vine. And all that God wants from us today and over the next week specifically is for us to get connected to him like never before. I wonder if you could stand all across this sanctuary. I wonder if you could raise your voice. I wonder if there could be a hunger that would come from your spirit. Come on, this could be one giant prayer meeting. This could be the beginning of the week. This is prayer meeting number one for the week. There needs to be something inside of us that says, God, I want more of you than I've ever had before. God, I want to hunger after you. I want to seek you. I want to deepen my walk with you. I want my first love. We hope this podcast has blessed you in some way. If you would like to connect with us or want more information about Grace Life, visit us online at mygrace.life. Thank you for tuning in and God bless.